Welcome to another episode of the Bob Hoover Fitness Podcast. So this would be episode three. And in this episode, we are going to talk about the difference between weight loss and fat loss. And is there much of a difference at all? So I think the terms get mixed up a lot. Um, You'll hear people say fat loss, weight loss. And, you know, normally it's not that big of a deal. But there actually is a difference, and I think it's an important difference, and that's exactly what we're going to go over today, because this is where I think a lot of people mess up when they're on their journey and why they can't sustain results, not necessarily get results, but actually sustain results and feel confident in the way they look. So weight loss and fat loss on the surface are actually completely different. They're not the same thing. Um... As a um, intro, or I guess I should say before we start getting into it, your goal should be fat loss. Um, to kind of preface exactly what we're talking about, your goal should be fat loss because you can actually lose weight, but your body fat percentage can increase from losing weight. And we'll kind of get into um, that the reasons why that is as we talk through the podcast. But in, in that case, that's when fat loss becomes, you know, not as healthy, um, or I should say weight loss, and it becomes not as sustainable. Um, so there's that. So let's talk about weight loss real quick, okay? Um, weight loss is pretty much, just as it sounds, losing weight. And it's mainly focused on the scale, what the number on the scale says, because that's what your weight is. It's it's the number on the scale. It's just a, a number. And there's so many things that can go into this number on the scale, right? Like you can hold water. Um, if you ate more salt the night before, if you have to go to the bathroom, your weight can be up. If you ate more carbs and your muscles are holding on to more water and glycogen, your weight's going to go up. If you're, let's just say you're sweating, if you're had a workout or it's a hot day outside and you sweat, then yeah, your weight is going to drop from losing water. If you don't believe me, try two things. Weigh yourself excuse me, weigh yourself, drink a bottle of water, and then weigh yourself again. I guarantee you the weight will change. It'll go up. On the other hand, weigh yourself in the morning before you go to the bathroom, go to the bathroom, and then weigh yourself after. I guarantee you the weight will go down. So I think it's a cool little experiment to try and help you visualize exactly like why the weight is going to go up and down and why the scale fluctuates so much because it's going to. And when you actually look at it objectively and logically rather than emotionally, it makes so much sense. So I think it's important to realize exactly why that scale fluctuates so much because if you don't look at it, it's going to fuck with your head. So when it's constantly going up and down, you're like, what the fuck? 
and you think you're fucking up, so then you make drastic emotional changes, which is where a lot of people fuck up. Instead of thinking logically, like, okay, it's going to fluctuate day to day, I need to focus on the long-term process and stay consistent and on track with my current goals, that's where the progress comes. So long story short, weight loss is basically just focusing on the scale and weight, okay? And again, that weight fluctuates day to day, so this is where a lot of people get in a really bad mindset with weight loss and the scale because everything revolves around the scale and the number. So their success or failure, per se, revolves around what the number on the scale says. So in terms of weight loss, it's very easy to do, okay? So remember, we're just talking about weight right now for weight loss. It's very easy to do. It's not hard to lose weight. Like I said, a lot of it comes down to water, the weight on your body. That's why you see people who do the keto diet, and if you listen to my podcast on my story, you know I used to do keto, but that's the past, the past, the past. Um, But the reason why a lot of people on keto lose so much weight in the first week is because they completely cut out their carbs. So one, without eating carbs, your glycogen stores and your your, your body water levels decrease rapidly and you flush out a shit ton of water so obviously if you flush out a shit ton of water from your body that weight is gonna go down which is why a lot of people see progress um in that first week and excuse me and um because your body's made mostly up of water right so when you cut a bunch of water out of your body that's a lot of weight to lose So it's not very hard to do. And another thing that people kind of really fuck up is they'll cut their calories super low at the beginning, right? And they're only focusing on eating as little calories as possible. Well, what does this do? Well, this makes you lose weight at a very unsustainable weight, or I should say rate. And once you get to a certain body fat, or I should say body weight, it's not sustainable. So a lot of people say fuck it and they give up because they lost all this weight super quickly and they probably feel like shit. They have like no energy, no motivation. Cravings are like just punching them in the face. So then they binge and then they try to get back on track and the yo-yo diet comes around and then they continue to binge and boom, before they know it, they actually gained more weight back than they did from the beginning because they try to do these drastic things that aren't sustainable and didn't work. So that's why weight loss is very easy because you can literally just either not eat anything or you can cut out certain things and it can kind of be like a, uh, like, like a fake progress, I should say, because you know, it's, it's not sustainable. Um, so when you focus only on weight loss, this is where you typically see people who are skinny fat. This is typically the people who, um, cut their calories super low, 
they only focus on doing a shit ton of cardio. You know, I, I think the, the biggest thing is the New Year's Revolutioners, which absolutely nothing wrong with that, having a New Year's Revolution goal. I think it's great to get started, but I think the um, intention and, and the intention is great, but the process isn't so great. Um, what they do is they'll, you know, everybody, okay, I'm getting on a diet today going to do this crazy diet, and then they go to the gym, or they go outside, do a shit ton of cardio, run for miles and miles, and then they get hurt from running, and they're like, fuck this, this isn't sustainable, I fucking hate running, I hate doing cardio, and their diet, you know, like I said, they just think they they can only eat like two foods, so they eat like just a bunch of vegetables and stuff that they don't even like. And before they know it, they lose a bunch of water weight. They do lose, you know, a bunch of body weight, but most of that body weight is muscle, right? Because they don't strength train. They don't focus on eating enough protein. And a lot of us underestimate exactly how much protein we're eating. So by the time they lose a bunch of weight, yeah, they're smaller, but they're also like fluffier. And like I said before, you can actually lose body weight, but your body fat percentage can go up. Because if you're, let's say, like 150 pounds, for example, and you are 30% body fat, you can get down to 100 and let's just say 30 pounds, and that body fat percentage can go up to like 35%. Just an example. I don't even know if that's correct, but just to kind of give you an idea of exactly what can happen um, because you lost the muscle because muscle is very important for your metabolism, for your health, for sustainable um, fat loss. And that's what happens. They get skinny fat. So what happens is since they're focusing so much on cardio, they have to continue to do that cardio to keep the weight off, right? Because they haven't built up their metabolism to teach their body, hey, we can keep this weight off. We have the tools necessary to keep this weight off. So we're going to burn more calories throughout the day. No, they're teaching their body like, okay, so we're losing muscle, which which is very metabolically um, advantageous to keeping weight off, meaning it burns a pretty good amount of calories per day, the more muscle you have. So you're, you're, you're bringing that down, so you're not bringing as many calories there. Um, just from a losing weight in general, your metabolism down-regulates. So subconsciously, you actually move less throughout the day, so your NEAT levels are less, meaning you uh, don't have as much activity outside of exercise, like fidgeting and, and just moving around and, and all that stuff, because your body is, doesn't want to lose weight, right? So it actually subconsciously down regulates all your movement so you're burning less calories there and like i said you you, your metabolism is down regulated so you're not bringing many calories there so all your most of your calories burned are coming from that exercise so if you don't do that exercise one day you're fucked you don't you're not burning those couple hundred calories so one day you miss out and then they start to pile on, and then you're not burning those calories anymore, and then you gain the weight back. And then you start to eat more, and that's how you gain more weight. So 
that is typically why weight loss sucks, right? Because you're losing pretty much water and muscle and maybe a little bit of fat. And most of your exercise is coming from cardio, which again, nothing wrong with cardio, but it's not the best exercise for fat loss. And it shouldn't be used for fat loss because it creates a terrible relationship with uh, the exercise. And yeah, and you just become like, like I said, skinny fat and just not doesn't become sustainable. Okay, so now that you know weight loss is not a good route or the best route, I should say, then what is? And that would be fat loss, right? And this is where the difference comes. Fat loss is literally just what it sounds like. It's just losing fat, body fat, right? So you're either building or retaining muscle and you're losing body fat, okay? So the goal for fat loss is to only lose body fat and not muscle because remember, we remember we said muscle is very, very important to um, stay lean long term, okay? And when you um, lose, lose fat and you focus on fat loss, you're going to increase your metabolism, remember? So the more muscle you have, the more calories you burn. Even though it's not that many, it still matters because it's going to help promote other key habits throughout your life. So it's going to help you like move more um, and all that kind of stuff. It's going to improve your aesthetics. So the more muscle you have, the leaner you're going to look, the more toned you're going to look, the more muscle you have, you're going to have more confidence, right? You're going to be confident as fuck because you're lifting a shit ton of weight in the gym. You're lean and toned. So muscle doesn't necessarily make you bulky unless you're a genetic freak or, you know, you take a bunch of steroids or, or what. It's not easy to become bulky, okay? So most women and even guys aren't going to become bulky. That takes a lot of work. So working out a few times a week and going through the motions really isn't going to do that for you. Um, that's something that you have to really go super hard from. And uh, it's just not likely to happen. Even people who try to get bulky like that have a hard time doing it. So let's just... <laughs> So let's leave that there because that just shows you how hard it is to do. And um, so, so other benefits of fat loss, obviously, you know, even with weight loss, just you're just going to get overall healthier. Um, you're going to have less aches and pains because you're carrying less weight on your body. So less risk of injury. Your joints are going to be healthier. Um, increased insulin sensitivity so that you can actually use those carbohydrates more as energy. Um, increased bone strength, which obviously is very important, especially as you age. Um, you're going to be in a way better mood. Tell me that. Tell me one time you went and worked out, had a nice lifting session, and then you came out fucking pissed as shit in a terrible mood. Most of the time, you you go and have a lifting session. You usually feel better than you do going in. You usually better feel coming out than you do going in, which is always the goal. Um, and then there's just some brain benefits as well for, um, just having a little bit more muscle mass. So, yeah. So, so the goal is to keep muscle on your body, 
and lose body fat, right? That is the main goal. That's why fat loss is super, super important. Because like I said, not only just for keeping the weight off, but then looks, health, um, and all those great, great things. So exactly how do we do this? How do we how do we lose fat and not weight? How do we make sure that our body fat percentage goes down and we can at least, at the very least, maintain muscle and not lose it and just lose body fat? Well, the, the first thing is, um, well, before I go into that real quick, and, and the thing with fat loss is your scale weight can actually stay the same the same number, but you can actually look leaner, right? So let's say you weighed 150 pounds, okay? And you lost five pounds of muscle. Sorry, don't wanna do that. <laughs> you lost five pounds of fat and gained five pounds of muscle. So you that would totally cancel out. You would still weigh 150 pounds, but you'd be leaner because muscle is more dense than fat. So that means it takes up less room than fat. So when that muscle replaces that fat on your body, yeah, you're the same weight, but your measurements go down and your in your pictures, you're going to look a lot leaner because that's what gives you that toned look, the muscle. When it takes over for that fat, it takes up less room and it gives you that nice and toned look. So a lot of people, you know, even for myself, right now I'm, I'm relatively low body fat percentage and I have a decent amount of muscle on my body and people always think that I weigh way more than I do because muscle is way more dense than fat. So it makes you look um, like leaner than you actually are, you know? So that's that. So how, how exactly do we get, or I should say achieve fat loss? Well, number one is, and I wouldn't say these are in any particular order. I think a combination of all these are very important. But first and foremost, you have to eat enough protein, okay? So I usually recommend 0.6 to one gram per pound of your goal body weight. Ideally, you wanna work your way up to the 0.8 to one gram per pound of your goal body weight. But if you're somebody new that hasn't really focused on eating protein at all, um, it, it can be challenging at first. So that's where that 0.6 range comes in and you can absolutely build your way up. So if you're somebody who hasn't really focused on protein more, and then you calculate your protein goals for the day, and you're like, oh shit, that's a lot of protein. How the hell am I going to eat that? You can absolutely start on the lower end of the 0.6 per pound of your goal body weight, and slowly week to week work your way up. Like Get in the habit of focusing on protein, and then once you get confident and you get efficient at, at eating protein every meal, then you can start to increase that over time until eventually you're at that 0.8 to one gram per pound of low body weight. Um, because what protein is going to do, essentially, that's the the building block of uh, of muscle, right? So your, your body needs protein to retain muscle and build it. And when you eat the protein, that's sending your body a signal like, okay, we can use energy from carbs and fat and we don't need to go and use this protein for energy and, and the protein in your body is your muscle for example right so what happens with weight loss is when you don't eat protein you don't strength train you're not sending your body that signal to keep muscle right 
So what happens is once you get depleted and you don't have um, you don't have many carbs to use as energy, once you get to a certain body fat, your body doesn't want to lose weight. Okay, so it's just in our DNA. It's a survival mechanism. Um, so once it gets to a certain body weight, your body's like, okay, shit, I don't want to lose any more weight. So I'm not going to burn the body fat anymore. So then your body has to take away from other sources for fuel. And its first source is going to be carbs, but there's only so many of those. So once there's no more carbs for fuel, then your body starts to take away from your muscle, okay, for energy. And this is how you lose muscle when you're losing weight. Um, And that's how you get skinny fat. And that's how your muscle mass decreases and your body fat levels rise up because your body's now using muscle for energy and it's storing the body fat that you have on because a survival mechanism, it, it, it's, it, it doesn't want to lose that weight. It thinks you're pre- pretty much like starving yourself. Um, so this is why eating enough protein is very important because now you're telling your body, hey, um, if we need to use protein, for example, you can use this. For, through diet or okay that's good we don't need to use that we'll use body fat or we'll use carbs the second part of that is to strength train right so think of strength training being part one of the equation okay so that's where you're going into the gym you're lifting super heavy weight you're getting stronger you're sending your body a signal like okay hey we want to build muscle, and we definitely want to retain it. So again, it's that it's that signal sending your body. Okay, we we want this muscle on our body. We want to keep it there, and we're going to uh, boost our metabolism by having more muscle on our body. And then eating the protein is the second part of the equation. So essentially, think of like breaking your muscle down in the gym, even though that's not necessarily what happens all the time. Um, essentially, think of like like you're sending your body a signal in the gym to build muscle and retain it. And then to fulfill that signal, you eat enough protein and the cycle continues. So it's like a two-part equation between strength training and eating protein. And what this is going to do, like I said, is going to help you retain the muscle. It's going to help you build muscle, which again, is going to help you look leaner. That's when you see people who are lean and able to stay lean. It's because they have muscle on their body and they're able to keep it off because they increase their metabolism um, and they eat enough protein. So those are, I would say, two of the most important things in terms of fat loss and weight loss. Um, and where a lot of people mess up because instead of doing the strength training, a lot of people just do cardio. And like I said before, it really doesn't burn that many calories. The, the cardio does. Exercise in general doesn't burn that many calories. Like You don't burn a lot of calories from doing a strength training session you burn, uh, and this can be our next point, um, you, most of your calories that are burnt come from your NEAT levels, so basically the exercise that you do throughout the day, that, or I should say the movement that you do throughout the day that's not exercise, and then your nutrition, okay? So now that you're building up that base, okay, for sustainable fat loss through building muscle and retaining it through strength training enough protein, now you're going to focus on nutrition, And this is where a lot of people fuck up. This is where people cut their calories super low. They lose weight at a very unsustainable rate. 
and then they can't keep it off and getting it all back. And this is creating a sustainable calorie deficit, all right? And when I say sustainable, I mean, I, I, you want to be in a calorie deficit to where you're losing weight at a sustainable rate, but also like being hungry in a calorie deficit is, is normal, but being starving is not, okay? And, and there's ways that we can, um, and this would be a great another opposite, uh, or a podcast episode to talk about, um, there's ways to kind of manipulate your calorie deficit or your food that you intake throughout the day so that you're not as hungry in a calorie deficit. Um, but it, it, if you're hungry, it, it's it's normal, okay? Now, there's ways, like I said, we don't want to be hungry all the time, but it's completely normal to feel the hunger. That's how you know it's working. That's how you know you're losing body fat. It's your body telling you, hey, um, let's go. I'm hungry. Uh, feed me. I don't want to lose body fat. Um, and that's just one of those things that comes with you know being in a calorie deficit. Because remember, losing weight and fat isn't easy, but it's simple from the first episode. You know, There's no reason to overcomplicate it. It really is simple, but it's not easy. Um, so a sustainable calorie deficit, all right? So usually a good range, and this is just a generic rule or, or a formula, there's no exact way to calculate exactly how many calories you'd have to eat every single day. That technology just doesn't exist. So the best we can do is estimate, and then you can change um, and make, make adjustments based on how things are going. So usually for a sustainable calorie deficit, take your goal body weight and multiply that by 10 to 12. Now, 10, you're going to lose weight at a little bit of a quicker rate. And I definitely won't stay there for too long. But if you're just starting out and you want to get a few pounds off quicker, maybe like a week or two in that deficit um, might be fine. Or maybe the first week of every month. And then you kind of want to go towards that goal body weight times 12. That'll be a lot more sustainable for you. Um, and you're going to see the number and you might be like, what the fuck? Like, that's a lot of freaking calories, but I promise you, if you stay consistent and you actually follow the guidelines and you stay consistent, remember, we have to be at least 80% consistent, okay? So that would look like, out of 30 days, that would look like 24 to 26 days of hitting your calorie amount, right? 24 to 26 days out of the month of hitting your calorie amount. If you eat that many calories, you'll make progress, okay? So be honest with yourself. Are you being consistent enough if if you do eat that many and you're like, okay, it's not working? And remember, you got to be fucking patient. Nothing's going to happen overnight or from one week or two weeks or three weeks. This is a month-to-month process, right? So before you change anything, you have to be consistent for at least one month, okay? So that's how many calories you're going to eat. Goal body weight times 12, all right? And you know it's working if you're losing half a pound to usually two pounds per week. Now, that can vary, obviously, person to person, but about half a pound to two pounds per week on average is usually what I've seen. Um, now, the more weight you have to lose, you're going to be more higher towards that higher end. So if you have like a lot of weight to lose, then it might be more than two pounds a week. Um, but then, you know, the more you've been dieting, the leaner you get, it's going to slow down over time. So let's say you do lose two pounds at first. It's not always going to be like that. Um, nor do you want it to be like that uh, for being a sustainable fat loss. Because remember, this isn't a short-term thing. There's a reason why we want to do fat loss. We want you to sustain the weight, right? 
the weight off. We don't want you to gain it back. We want this to be a forever thing. So the leaner you get, it's going to slowly go down. So you might start at two pounds a week. And then after you know a month, it might go down to one and a half pounds a week. And then after like two months, it might go down to one pound a week for a few months. And then eventually it might go down to uh, half a pound a week on average. Now remember, this is average. Okay. So it's not going to be a week to week thing. So there might be some weeks where you don't lose anything, right? And that's okay because it's an average weight. So for example, let's say you lost zero pounds week one, you lost two pounds week two, zero pounds week three, two pounds week four. Okay, what would be that average for the month? That would still be four four pounds for that month, which would be one pound per week. So even though you had two weeks where you didn't lose any weight, it doesn't matter because on average, you lost a pound per week, which is right on track. So that's what's going to happen. You're going to have weeks and days where the scale spikes up and you're going to have weeks where nothing happens. And that's okay because progress is also from maintenance. Maintenance is also progress. Not gaining weight is progress, right? So you're going to focus on the week-to-week trends, and then you're going to go off of that to adjust your calories. So let's say you're losing weight in that five, you know, to that, that half pound to two pounds per week on average. And after that first month, things are great. Cool. You're keeping the calories where they are. Why fix what's not broken, right? Okay, let's say that, all right, something spiked up. Um, or you're losing weight at like, you have a lot of weight to lose and maybe you're losing only half a pound a week for the first month. All right, then maybe you can create a bigger deficit, a little bit bigger so that you lose a little bit more on average because you have more to lose. So there's different ways that you can manipulate it and play with it. But the, the main point is finding a sustainable calorie deficit that allows you to lose weight in that range of half a pound to two pounds a week. We don't want to go more than that. That's where a lot of people fuck up because the quicker the fat loss, the more unsustainable the progress is going to be, the more you're going to pretty much quit. Um, like I said, it's not going to be sustainable and the more likely you are to gain it back. Research is very clear on this, but the more slow you go, yes, it's a slower process, but if you can fucking keep it off forever, who gives a shit, right? If you're not going to gain it back, who fucking cares how slow it is? So take your time, be patient and go nice and slow. And Two more things in terms of the fat loss. Um, It's really important to enjoy yourself. And this is something that I've seen a lot of people struggle with. A lot of my clients where um, they're starting to see progress. And and this is very common. Um, They don't want to lose it, right? So they've been doing progress. They've been on point with their calories. But then something comes up. A holiday, an event. So... They think, fuck, what the hell am I going to do, you know, um, or a vacation. And they're like, I don't want to lose all my progress. Well, the thing I like to tell them is, hey, listen, how long did it take you to get your progress, right? It didn't take you a day, right? So just like it didn't take you one day to get to where you're at right now, one day off track isn't going to make you just gain everything back, right? This is where, because remember, we're not focused, it's not an all or nothing thing, fitness, right? It, it's, 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 um, it, it's a lot, I hate saying this because it's so cliche, but I guess it's like a lifestyle 
But when I say that, I mean, you need to fit it into your lifestyle. You need to enjoy yourself, right? Yeah, majority of the time, you need to be consistent and on track and eating healthy or quote unquote healthy foods, foods that are higher in nutrients, fiber, protein, all that kind of good stuff. But like, this is life, right? And this is a whole time thing. Are you going to freaking be on your deathbed or uh, when you're older and be like, oh man, like I wish I would have, I'm happy I didn't eat at my son's birthday or I'm happy I was really strict on vacation. Like, no, you're going to be like, oh, like, wow, like I I remember all those good times, like going on vacation and all this kind of stuff and and enjoying some time with, you know, my family or whatever the case may be. So listen, you have to enjoy yourself too. This is where flexible dieting comes in, right? So this is the key to sustainable fat loss as well, like, because you have to enjoy yourself. If it's going to be sustainable, you have to learn that it's okay to one, not be so strict and on point all the time. Like there's going to be adjustments. Life happens, right? So you have to learn to be flexible. Okay. So let's say if, if you, if you, you know, for example, uh, flexibility can look like, okay, um, something unplanned came up, okay, throughout the night. So you ate a little bit more than usual, all right? You can either um, eat a little bit less the next day or get right back on track. Flexibility might be like, okay, I know I go out on the weekends, so I'm going to eat a little bit less during the week and eat a little bit more on the weekends. But flexibility also is realizing that one day of overeating isn't going to determine or ruin your progress of all the other days that you eat on track. Remember, it's what you do most of the time that matters. So if you eat off track, let's say like 350 days a year, it's not going to take away from, or I should say, oh my goodness, if you eat on track 350 days a year, it's not going to, you know, that 15 days of eating off track isn't going to ruin those 350 days, right? So relax, enjoy yourself. And this is where consistency comes over perfection. We want you to be consistent. We don't want you or I don't want you to be perfect. That sounds pretty fucking miserable. So you have to be consistent. Please enjoy the holidays. Don't track. Enjoy your vacations. Enjoy these events like your kid's birthday or anything like that. A family get together. Those are the times where if you want to track, track, but you don't need to. And don't like try to be strict. Enjoy yourself. And the best thing you can do, the most important thing is just get right back on track the next day. That's really like the key here. As long as you get right back on track, you're going to be fine. Because like I said, as long as you're on track more than you're off track, you're going to make progress. Um, And I think that's where a lot of people fuck up is where they think they fucked up because they overate and then they make um, a justification like, well, I overate now, so I might as well keep overeating. And then they never get back on track. And that's where they, you know, they, they lose. They, They lose all their progress because they quit. But if you don't quit, if you... Just get right back on track. I promise you, not only will you be happier and enjoy life more in this process more, but you'll you'll maintain your progress, which is the most important thing. You want to be able to enjoy yourself. And I, I just, I promise you, try it out next time. If you have an event, don't track and just get right back on track the next day and just watch the progress still happen. As long as you're consistent the other days, just watch what happens. And lastly is sleep. Um... Sleep is probably one of the most important things. Uh, I'm not going to get too deep into it, but when you sleep, um, it regulates your hormones. Obviously, it's great for your health. And like, if you don't get sleep, you can 
get more cravings. Um, you you might make more decisions that, you know, you wouldn't necessarily make if you got more sleep. Um, you're going to have more energy to have good workouts, um, to move around more during the day. So I know it's not necessarily optimal for everybody, but try your best to get seven to nine hours sleep a night, um, or at least close to that. I know a lot of you probably are busy, uh, parents work, but just try your best. Uh, I promise you it goes a long way. And, um, like I said, when you sleep, your hormones get regulated. So you won't have as many cravings. You won't make as many poor decisions. You'll have more energy throughout the day. So you'll be able to lift more weight, get stronger, build more muscle. Um, you know, a lot of your, your muscle building hormones are elevated through sleep. So, um, just try your best to get more sleep. Um, I know how difficult it can be, but it's very, very important. Okay. So we talked about weight loss. We talked about fat loss. Hopefully now you understand why fat loss is super important compared to weight loss and the benefits long-term. Now let's talk about tracking your fat loss progress. And this will be the last portion of the podcast um, so that you know you're making progress. So I already went over the scale weight. um, And like I said, that's going to fluctuate day to day. But I think it's important for you to learn to track your weight every day and and take the averages week to week and compare those averages week to week. And don't worry about the day-to-day averages, uh, or I should say day-to-day fluctuations, and worry about more like the downward trend over time. And it's going to help you learn like, oh shit, okay, even though my weight fluctuates day-to-day for, um, um, for multiple reasons, that doesn't, one, determine my self-worth, the scale does not determine who you are, the hard work you're putting in, right? It doesn't determine if you're passing or failing or succeeding or failing. And it doesn't determine your progress because you could absolutely be holding on to a bunch of water but losing a bunch of body fat, but that water is masking your progress. So I think it's important to see the day-to-day fluctuations don't necessarily matter. And over time, when your weight, your average weight goes down, you're going to realize that and be like, holy shit, Like, look at all these fluctuations, but over time, it's going down. So I think it's very important to do that. Second is your, would be like measurements every two weeks. So I have my clients do around the bicep, around the waist, like around the belly button, uh, your glutes, and then your thighs. You can really measure wherever you want. Um, That's what I do. And what this does is it's a good indicator of exactly where the body fat on your body is coming off. Um, Because if measurements are going down, you're losing body fat. And if you're doing everything right by strength training and eating enough protein, then you're um, going to be building and retaining muscle. So in, in your midsection, um, this is where, you know, even though the weight might not be coming off as quickly, measurements can be going down because you're losing body fat. And remember, body fat takes up more room than muscle. So even though the weight's necessarily the same, you're going to be smaller in your measurements because the more muscle you have, the more leaner you're going to be. So I would take measurements every two weeks in those areas and compare those every two weeks. And then progress photos once a month, every couple of weeks, however often you want. Just know that if you do it more often, you're not going to see as many changes. But I think month to month is a great time frame to see some changes. And you might not see changes every month, which is okay. But the more you do it, the more changes you're going to see. And this is where actually having a coach helps or somebody else looking at your pictures because they're going to be objective and not subjective. And they're going to tell you, you know, hey, whoa, you look... Uh, a lot leaner here. Like, wow, great job. You know, because I think we're always our hardest critic. We're always hardest on ourselves. 
which is why one, you know, your brain can't interpret changes in the mirror every day. You see yourself every day, so you can't, it's hard to visualize the changes. And two, when we're looking at ourselves in progress photos, we're always super hard on ourselves. Like, let's be honest. So having somebody else's point of view tell us, you know, hey, you're doing great here. Um, wow, look at that. And then you're like, holy shit, I didn't even realize that. Having all the time with clients um, really helps out. And then, you know, and other forms of progress, obviously your clothes fitting better. This is a huge one I see with clients um, all the time. They'll be like, oh, like I'm not making progress. Like, oh, the scale's not going down. But yeah, you know, I realize my shirt's fitting, you know, a lot better. Like, oh, I went down in a shirt or I haven't fit in this pair of jeans in, in, in years. And it's like, holy shit, like, what does that tell you? <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, you're obviously getting leaner, right? And that's very important because it, even though some other numbers might not be going down, if you can fit into other clothes or clothes are fitting looser, then obviously something's happening, right? And it's always funny to me. It's like, they'll be like, oh yeah, like I'm not making progress, but oh, like it's weird though. Cause my clothes are fitting better. And it's like, oh, okay. Like that's fucking amazing. You know, like, what does that tell you? And then they're like, well, I don't know. And it's like, well, if your clothes are fitting better, you know, obviously you're, you know, they're like, oh yeah, I'm getting smaller. So go buy your clothes. Uh, progress in the gym is another good one. Usually, especially at the beginning, if you're getting stronger, obviously you're going to be making progress. You're going to be building muscle. Um, so, you know, focus on progress in the gym. That matters too. Plus, I, I love the progress in the gym because most of the time, even though it's not like a direct thing, um, indirectly, if you, if you, instead of focusing so much on like the scale and like these other forms of progress and letting that be the end all be all, having like a process and based goal or like a performance based goal of like strength training, one is fucking fun as shit. So like it gives you something like, like it keeps you motivated and it gives you something to look forward to, um, like throughout your day. So for example, like if you start like bench pressing and you want to get to a certain weight, like every week you're like, okay, sweet. I'm going to go up and weight this week or I'm going to do this this week. And as a result, the weight actually like in the progress and the weight like comes off as a result, but you're not so focused and stressed about that. You're just so focused on the process and, 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 and the skill and the performance of weightlifting that as a byproduct of that, like the weight is going to come off. So that's, that's another fun thing I like to do with clients. And I think it's a really, really good idea because that way not all the focus is on the measurements. A lot of it is on the, the skill and the the uh progress in the gym and your performance and it, it's just fun um and like i kind of said before like other people's comments like if somebody fucking tells you, you you look great don't be that person that's like oh like thank you but you don't mean that like i feel like i don't like take the fucking compliment like they're saying that for a reason right don't be an asshole just be like you know realize like oh shit there's a reason why they're saying that like cool maybe i do look great so that's another good sign that you're making progress um, and you know, there's just so many things, right? So like I said, focus on fat loss, you know, not only are you going to feel better, not only are you going to be, um, it's, is it going to be more sustainable, but you're going to look better, right? You're going to be able to keep the weight off, right? And it's just much more enjoyable that way. And that is the key to success. Um, one thing I wouldn't use real quick, uh, is the last thing is I wouldn't use the body fat machines. Um, now no, nothing necessarily wrong with them if you want to use them, but they're very misleading. 
Um, and I've seen it where like, they're just very inaccurate. All right. So I would just stick to the basics. Like I said, tracking fat loss progress, but if you have like a body fat machine at like your gym, I mean, if you absolutely want to use it, go for it, but I would not recommend it because it basically can't, those numbers can really fluctuate based on how much water you have in your body and throw off the numbers. And then you could be making progress. And then you actually, it tells you you're not making progress and, and yeah, so it's just, I just don't recommend those, but I think I covered everything. Hopefully I persuaded you as to why fat loss is way more important than weight loss and why fat loss should always be the main goal. Um, and yeah, any questions, anything I didn't cover, please let me know. Please leave a five-star review if you enjoyed the podcast and please subscribe so you get notifications when I put a new podcast up. Um, thanks again. I really, really appreciate you listening. It means the world to me and I look forward to the next podcast topic and I will see you soon.